So Devil Got Me Fit joined the Down to Business podcast today. And if that name doesn't tell you, if my muscles that I bought today don't tell you, then maybe the content that's up will. But no, Devin really spoke about the relocation from North Carolina to Texas, how what he thought he wanted to do full-time was not really his true interest and how he took his part-time and made that become full-time, how that kicked him into a different drive and how he really had to make some things shake to get those bills paid to fund that lifestyle. But he also talked about, you know, the importance of simplicity. A lot of times we see these crazy workout videos on Instagram. We get so many different gurus, as they call themselves, telling us what to do, what works. But ultimately, it's about you and what works for you. And honestly, keeping that as simple as possible. But most importantly, really touched on the power of word of mouth and how that allowed him to take his business, his brand to new heights, bring in new clientele, and how ever since then, he has not turned back. So without further ado, enjoy episode 116, Relocation and Readjustment. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Down to Business Podcast. Man, if y'all knew what it took to get this up and running, <laughs> y'all would know, y'all would know. But you know, technical difficulties, nothing can stop the show when, when it's destined to happen. So very excited to be sitting down with Devin, man, my brother, somebody who, you know, I was able to acquaint with that ECU and definitely good vibes, real genuine dude from day one from the start. And somebody who, you know, I was able to go see him walk on for ECU football, play football, make an impact. Do all that. He even inspires some of us who wanted to walk on, but, you know, we just wasn't responsible enough, wasn't disciplined enough, everything of that nature. So, Devin, we was definitely living through Devin every time he was on that field, but definitely somebody who, even after football, even after ECU, has still gone on to do great things in the fitness world and just, you know, just living a healthier lifestyle, but also impacting others, spreading that knowledge, but also, you know, the work speak for itself. So, we're really just going to get into it, but Devin is definitely somebody who has, one, relocated, two, He's just a man. I'm not going to lie. He got the great views. The content be going crazy. So he's really doing his thing out there in Texas. So very excited for him to break some things down for y'all, tell y'all kind of what he has going on. But very excited to really just be sitting down, chopping it up, because it's definitely been a minute. So, Devin, how you doing today, bro? How's everything on your end? Hey, bless. Bless. Another day, man. Thankful. Just spreading gratitude, love. That's all I can do, man. Glad to be here. Glad to be with you, man. See you doing your thing. As always, been following you. You know what I'm saying? Your whole journey on this uh, with the podcast and everything. So proud of you as well, man. You know, we we came out of Garrett together. So. <laughs> My brother, much love. I appreciate that for sure, for sure. And so um, for everybody out there who doesn't know Garrett, that's one of the halls at ECU. I was actually on in Cotton Hall, but people thought I stayed in Garrett. That's how much Facts. I stayed in Garrett. <laughs> Facts. My two boys, they definitely had me in there every day, hitting the gym, hitting the Donna Hall, because Cat West End was right there, so we needed all that. Yeah. So you know, I know with this interview, I know with the podcast in general that we we get a lot of people from different sides. We're going to have some people from your side. We're going to have some people from my side. We have a lot of mutuals with ECU, so I know we're going to get a lot of love that way. But for we're going to have some new people. We're going to have people who are just tuning in, a new audience, everything like that. So one, just break it down for everybody. One, just tell us a little bit about yourself. And then two, just tell us what brings you on the Down to Business podcast today. Uh, well, man, I mean, shoot, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, you know, regular guy, still young, about 20, just turned 27 uh, last month. Um, but, you know, I started off, of course, playing football in school, studying architecture technology, um, went on. I did that for about a year and a half, uh, decided that I wanted to switch it up, decided I also wanted to switch up my location. So I had always thought about Texas. I went off to Texas. Um, I'm in Houston now. So decided to get into the fitness industry full time. I was doing it part time while I was doing it um, uh, in a drafting world. 
uh, switched over, decided to go full time with it because my passion. And, you know, that's just what led me here today. <laughs> right now, I like that. I like that. Definitely a story, definitely a journey. So right off the bat, why why the relocation? Why Texas? Man, honestly, everybody always asks me that. I really didn't have, I can't say I had a specific reason or anything. It was more so just something I kind of felt in my heart for a long time. Um, I always knew I wanted to move to Texas. I didn't really know which part when I was thinking about it. I was kind of torn between Dallas, Houston, and like uh, Austin, and uh, maybe San Antonio. But I heard bad things. Well, not bad things, but nobody was hype about San Antonio. So that quickly went off the list. And I just decided, you know, it was something I wanted to do. I wanted to challenge myself, um, just step outside of my comfort zone, you know, kind of see what what would happen if I put myself in an environment where I was forced to grow, you know what I'm saying, where I didn't really have anybody around me, you know what I'm saying, I just had to really kick in that next gear. So that's really the my main reason. That's It's, it's so crazy how much of that I resonate with. So one, uh, obviously been out here for two years now, but and definitely still want to be out here for at least another three to four. When I get some property, that's really my only thing. Once I get some property out here, I'm really good. But Texas is next on the list, and I'm right there with you. When people ask me, they just like, why? Texas, like, why are you trying to be out there? Well, one, I mean, I, I really didn't have a reason in the beginning. I visited Dallas a host of times now. I love Houston. That was cool. I still do want to do Austin because I heard, you know, a lot of things, a lot of young folks, a lot of crowd out there, fastest growing city in the world. I do want to visit San Antonio. But like you said, every time I kind of bring that up to somebody, they kind of just like, yeah. wow, like, what did y'all do that? But so, no, you know, no, not to all my San Antonians. I, I know I have some probably some people from Texas who tune in and everything like that, but I'm definitely right yeah. there with you, bro. And just for them respect, for me, I always thought about cost of living. Coming from up north, you know, it's just like, it's super high. And especially now, anywhere you go, even I tried to get away from that, but I'm in Florida. So we are our own little, everybody know we are our own little peninsula, our own little country. Yeah. It's going on out here for sure. It's definitely expensive here too. But Texas has the cost of living and also the land. Like I'm looking at some of these houses and what you would get in comparison to Philly versus New York versus even North Carolina, Atlanta. And then you look there, you're like, wow, some of that stuff is definitely some steals and where you could definitely start a family. So another thing that you talked about was the switch, was the switch from part-time to full-time. That's a big jump. That's a, But like you said, you uh, a lot of it was because you felt the passion. You felt that this was really what you wanted to do, even probably added some more connections, some more resources and things under your belt. But what was that transition like? What did it really feel like and what did it entail really having to go from doing something part time and supplement an income with another job to this is your full time every day? This is what you do from wake up to go to sleep. Yeah, I mean, it was something I definitely put a lot of thought into. It was it was scary, you know, because once you're so comfortable, you know, you're doing the same thing. It's like I got this steady income. I got health benefits. It's like it's a big switch up going switching over to being like uh, the entrepreneur side of thing. Um, so especially when you're going from doing it part time and really going off and doing it on your own, especially in a whole new city. So really just starting over. Um, but after, you know, some deep thought and it had been on my heart for a while, like I had been I was in architecture at first and stuff. And it was a passion for me. But that kind of dwindled away after after college. And I got into it for like a year and a half and just sitting at the desk. You know, what I'm saying I, I play football. I'm an athlete. I like to be busy, like on the move. So sitting at the desk all day, it just personally, it wasn't for me. So I had to figure out something um, else to do that I still had passion for that I could really make work. And so since I was doing it part time at the time, I just decided, you know, this is something I really enjoy. Like I kind of analyzed where I was the most, where I was the happiest. 
And so it wasn't at my, you know, say my nine to five, it was more so at the gym. So I was like, okay. And then as I was getting into it, I was getting more clients and stuff on the side. And I had a, a high demand of people who wanted to train with me. I just didn't have the time for it. So it got to the point where I was like, I was doing the numbers. I'm like, okay, if I have this many clients, you know, and I'm, I'm consistent with it, then I can definitely make at least what I'm making here. So it was like, might as well take the chance, go off on my own and get it started. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that's definitely a tough realization, a tough decision, but it's something that's very common with us, with our generation. I'm, it's kind of funny to think about like our parents, grandparents and things like that and how the tradition was always, you know, you just work, you work that nine to five, you pay the bills, you take care of your family, everything like that. And it's kind of amazing to see that shift with us. And even I would say maybe some of our parents, like they're they're more so like some of them are business owners, entrepreneurs, but I would say with yeah. us, we are that true generation. I don't know if, well, I know for, for sure the pandemic and COVID definitely impacted that, but we are definitely knocking down those barriers, breaking those traditions, starting things anew with, you know, having the nine to five, maybe even studying the nine to five, going to school, getting multiple degrees in what you had your nine to five in or have your nine to five in. And it's just not being for you. You you kind of working or you may even be working that hierarchy, that chain, because, you know, we all got to start like that entry level, work your way up unless you for just sure, have yeah. those connections. But trying to take that managerial route and the COO, CFO, any of those titles, it's a lot. And you definitely have to we see people putting in 20 plus, 30 plus, 40 plus. And for us, that's just not realistic. I, I talk to so many people my age and just to hear about the plethora of jobs that we have. But you talk to your parents, that's definitely not the same. Like they definitely were, you know, they've been experienced here and there. But. You got people. I, I mean, me personally, I think about where I've been. I've landscaped. I've been a camp counselor. I've worked at Wendy's. I've what else have I done? I've worked at the <laughs> neighborhood service office on campus. I've worked, you know, in gyms. I've worked, and now I'm at a, a public co-working space coming. I've delivery drove and dispatch for Amazon. Like it's just, it's so many things that were that were just in there. I've been a dishwasher. Like damn, everything yeah. coming back to me right now. But it's just crazy to see. You know, with us, we are really making these conscious decisions to. You know, but of course, like you said, it takes a lot. It takes, you know, having to crunch the numbers, having to realize, okay, I'm not about to leave something that's because I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, brother. Something my uh something I definitely take advantage of. I'm gonna tell my IG live this for sure. Hey, them benefits is crazy. I ain't never <laughs> I became an adult and had to start taking care of myself, like scheduling my own. I'm scheduling my own doctor's appointments, I'm scheduling yeah. dentist appointments, they calling me to remind me I'm forgetting, so I'm thanking them for that. <laughs> but I'm I'm telling you, when you get that bill back, hmm. Woo, I, woo, yo, hospital, I see why people, yo, if you don't got to be there, if you don't have to sit there, if you don't got to take an extra shot, an extra scan, oh, get me up out of there, please, because, yeah, I'm still on a payment plan for some of them bills to this day, and that's, it's rough, but I would definitely say, you know, making these conscious decisions is important, even for development, for growth, for really just what you want to do, it's nothing like waking up every day, and it just feels painstaking, it just feels like something that you dread, just having to clock in, eight to, eight to five, nine to five, however you work, and you up early, and you're just not in that mood. But it's another thing when you're waking up on your own terms or just waking up and you set your schedule for the day or waking up and you know you have this amount of clients or you can shape your day and schedule your day a certain type of way. So I definitely commend you for that. But speaking about the clients, speaking about you even said at one point you had so you were it, it was they were just coming. They were just coming and you couldn't even take everything on at once. So what was that like for you? I know that I talked to a lot of different business owners, entrepreneurs that are in heavily populous industries. Fitness is definitely one of those for sure. I've talked to a lot of people in fitness, whether they just be trainers in gyms, anything of the sort. Did you feel like coming into this, really making this, even when you were part-time in it, devil got me fit. Did you feel like you had to come into it with a different mantra? Did you, did you feel like you had to really dare to be different? Were you really just being you the whole time? Did you feel like you had the odds stacked against you because so many people were in this industry and you were kind of just getting your feet wet in a sense? 
I it was it was interesting because I really didn't I didn't know like I was I was doing it part time I didn't really know what it could be um, I knew what a, like the possibilities maybe I was like I don't really know <laughs> but <laughs> I knew the opportunity was there so at the same time then I'm like okay might as well start a fitness page and all this stuff on Instagram I think that was like the first thing I started to do um, and then that's what actually led to more people coming in and getting more, you know, and just posting, posting, posting. Um, but it was intimidating at first because one social media at the time, especially the fitness industry on social media has been booming, you know? So it was just like, okay, how do I get in the mix? How do I kind of stand out a little bit um, and get people to want to train with me? Uh, but it, at the end of the day, it just came down to, I just, I could have focused on all that and how difficult it was. And it seemed saturated at the time, but every market is saturated. Everything's always going to be saturated because there's so many people in the world. You know what I mean? But at the, I think if you're genuine in anything you do, you know what I'm saying? You're going to succeed. So I just, I just try to stay myself. You know, I try to have fun. If any, it's the people business, you know, like it's training, um, it's getting people results, getting them to a certain goal. And everything, but it's it's still a, a people business. Um, so you, when you really pour into people, you know what I'm saying. You learn their stories, their their why, their background, and then you kind of provide a you create a relationship with them. You know, a relationship that's gonna last. So like these not they're my clients and all, but they're also my friends too. You know, like <laughs> I, I get invited to uh, marriage proposals, I get invited to birthday birthdays, I get invited to cookouts and all this stuff. So it's like you, when you j- build a genuine relationship, you you can't lose at all. Like <laughs> doesn't matter how many people it is out there, it's always somebody who like needs some help. You know what I'm saying? They got they're trying to get to a certain goal, they're trying to you know change their life or whatever. So if you feel like you know you're comfortable and you're confident enough to build those relationships with people and really step up and kind of help them get there, you're going to succeed in anything, man. It's just about really being consistent and putting yourself out there um, and just not being afraid. I think at first for a while, being in the in the comfort zone I was, and that's why I kind of wanted to step outside of that was I just wanted to, because I honestly, you know what I'm saying? I, I talk to people, <laughs> but I wouldn't say I'm the most sociable person. You know, so I always like had, you know, good amount of friends and everything, but I would never be the first person to like come up to you and talk to you, start a conversation and all of that. And that's what, that was another reason I wanted to move to Houston was kind of step outside of that comfort zone and force myself to talk to people more and kind of build those relationships and just expose a different side of myself. And it, and it worked out um, because I, I had, I had no choice. Like it was my income. It was like, <laughs> all right, you better get it together. <laughs> you got to do something. So I started to put myself out there a little bit more, man. And it, and it just, it worked out, you know? You step outside your comfort zone real quick when them bills got to get paid. I'm telling y'all, man. It's, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely a very, you don't, you don't play about that for sure. But that's a very good point, bro. Just about, it, it's so crazy with this podcast, just how in my most recent episode, so 114, more than music, I sat down with my dog out of Philly. And he basically just said the same thing you said. So I love the podcast for that aspect and that aspect alone, that we can be talking to people in so many different places and so many different industries. He has his own record label. He's a producer, singer, songwriter. You're in fitness. Two opposite sides of the spectrum, but y'all basically just both said the same thing. He says that, you know, with his record label and with everything that he does, when he's bringing in artists and different clients and stuff, it's not just about the music. Honestly, that's the last thing that they tackle. I want to talk to you. How was your day? What's going on? That may have been the first time you even heard that. 
And that's what mm-hmm. I'm telling him. And he was just like, you know, the more you curate that experience, the more you curate that vibe, like you said, there's always going to be a need. There are always going to be artists out there. There are always going to be people who want to get in shape. It's, it's always just going to happen. So I tell people that to say that too, just because you feel like, you know, you're not hitting who you want to hit or how many people you want to hit or as fast as you want to hit doesn't mean that, you know, it's still not a process. Doesn't mean people still are not getting hit, still not seeing the content, still not making things happen. Sure. It, sometimes it takes people literally over and over and over. I'll tell you, I, I will be the first to tell y'all with the podcast. It's some people that join the live. It's some people that I follow that follow my personal page, but don't follow the podcast page. Took a while for them to follow the podcast page. Maybe waited for a bigger announcement. Maybe waited for me to bring your friend on. Maybe waited for some, but you know, but if I just stopped because, oh, I'm not getting 4,000 followers like I do on my regular, well, this would have stopped a long time ago because the podcast only has like 1,100. But it's mm-hmm. about knowing that, you know, when you're in it for you, when you're really just you, your genuine, authentic self, you know, the rest of it will come. And if it doesn't come, it wasn't supposed to. But if you're doing the work that you're doing, if the bills are getting paid, if you're having fun with it, that's all that really matters. The other stuff is really just the outside looking in. So, yeah. And thinking about, you know, like you said, having to make yourself uncomfortable, having to move to this new city, really having to go out and recognizing that one, you're not the most, you know, social butterfly, but that's okay. Everybody doesn't have to be like that. So even with that, would you say at any point during this journey, whether it be the move, whether it go from part-time to full-time, that you lost motivation where it was really kind of like you felt like your back was against the wall where you really had to make some things shake and really had to, you know, come up out some tough times? Definitely, man. It's it's hard, you know. <laughs> it's a hard. It's a big transition when you're going off on your own and trying to really trying to figure it out on your own, especially in a in a new city. And you, your main like what you're relying on is like social media. So it's like that's how you get in the word and social media marketing and trying to learn and all that stuff. Um, so I had like I had a a little cushion when I moved, you know. And that lasted me a couple, a good few months, and all of that. Then it started getting real. It's like, okay, all right, let's let's figure, <laughs> let's really figure this out, <laughs> you know. But um, it's it's a struggle because it, it challenges your mindset and it challenges how much you really, how passionate you really are about it. Um, and it's like, are you going to have resilience? You know, are you going to be able to figure it out when the pressure's on? Because not, it's not always going to be sunlight and everything's going to be working in your favor. Um, and that's in anything in life, any industry, you know what I'm saying? No matter how good things get, life has its ups and its downs. So you got to be able to weather the storm, no matter, you know what I'm saying, what you present it with. Uh, so that was just my mindset through the whole thing. Just like, okay, let's figure it out. <laughs> you know, I can't go back now because I already made a decision. I said I wanted to, you know, I said I wanted to challenge myself. This is my challenge. You know what I mean? I, it's easy to turn your back and go back. Uh, but it's 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 more beneficial for you to kind of just push through and figure it out. Um, so I think I had like a, a slow run with clients for a little while and it was just hard kind of, you know, Instagram algorithm and all that stuff, trying to figure that out. Started playing around with TikTok. I was brand new. I, I was away from TikTok for like the longest and I finally gave in. I was like, wait a minute, because there's more people, <laughs> you know, so you got to put yourself out there. But it ended up being, um, it ended up working out because, you know, I didn't really know. Like I said, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was just relying on having fun and being passionate, being genuine, and then also just learning as much as I could. So I was steady doing research, um, reading books on marketing and all that stuff, um, watching YouTube, YouTube University, you know, getting as much as I could, much as I could in. And that stuff, it pays off, man. And then it also helps when you have like, I had even had a teammate um trey hicks shout out my boy trey hicks man he was a uh 
he's in the fitness industry as well now. And he helped as well because he was just, we was, you know, communicating with each other, giving each other little tips and stuff. He introduced me to a couple of books I would have had no idea about um, that just really, you know, changed the game for me as far as like marketing and kind of get marketing sad because it is, I think everything is marketing, man. <laughs> everything is marketing and it's consistency. Um, so going back to what you were talking about, even if you're getting a low amount of views, like somebody seeing it. And I honestly, I'll say when my, um, like my Instagram and all that stuff was building up at the beginning is when I had the, the, my strongest amount of clients, um, just because like I wasn't big yet, but like I said, I just had those relationships and it was easier to, um, I had organic growth and everything. So it was easier to communicate with people. And everybody's reaching out and I'm always like commenting, always DMing back, messaging back, um, regardless if they was my client at the time or not. Like even if you had tips, just giving out free information, you know what I'm saying? Just giving whatever I can. I, I believe like the more value you put out, the more you get back. So um, even if sometimes I would lowball myself, you know, <laughs> but it was just it, I had to get it rolling. I had to get somebody in because I was like my whole idea was if I could get somebody in front of me. You know what I mean? And I can just be genuine. I can talk to them, build that relationship, build that rapport. I can get a sale. I, I knew, I knew. I was like, I just know. <laughs> you just talk to people, you know what I'm saying? Be genuine. Like invest yourself into their life. You know what I mean? And that's when that's when the sales really started rolling in. I was like, I just need to get people in. And then after that, it was referrals, you know, word of mouth. That goes a long way. Still, that's very underrated in today's society today's world man word of mouth goes a long way for real like social media marketing and all that stuff is cool but that word of mouth from um referrals and all that stuff that and that's that goes in if you selling merchandise if you got you know what i'm saying you got a customer service business uh agency whatever it is you know what i'm saying that word of mouth goes a long way because if you provide value and you provide good work um and you're a good person to people, you know what I mean, and actually care about somebody, they obviously, they're going to talk about you to their friends. And so like when I uh, said I was getting invited to like marriage proposals and, you know, um, birthdays and stuff, that's another opportunity for sale. Like I'm not going there thinking, oh, I need to sell, but they're putting me in front of new people, you know what I'm saying? So you got to take advantage of that. Uh, take advantage of just building a network because when you build that network, everything else it pours in. People, when you're invested in other people, other people are going to be invested in you. You know what I mean? It just, it goes hand to hand, honestly. That's a fact, bro. I, uh, one of the main things that I think about too, I was even kind of formulating in my head as you were talking was the power of social media compared to word of mouth. Word of mouth, man, you get that live and direct. You get somebody referring you, you get a trusted source. Even, you know, a lot of times think about who you speak with or think about who you give word of mouth to. It's relatives, family, friends, like people you're close to, significant others, roommates, anything like that, colleagues, people you work with, everything like that. Social media, man, it could be here one day, gone in 24 hours. It could be, you know, you scrolling through, you follow a page. Oh, I'm going to tap in. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You don't realize for another two, three weeks, oh, I forgot I even, oh, I forgot, oh, I don't, you done bought two other things that you could have, you know. So for me, I even, like, it's harder for me now, too. I've been trying to screenshot things because I, I click my photo app, like, more. Just So sometimes I'll be scrolling, like, damn, I totally forgot I even added that, or I totally forgot they even sold that. Go back, it's not there no more. But had somebody told me or had I saw it in my face, like, oh, we got that jacket on. Oh, I need that. I'm going to get that right now. Or I'm going to, you know, so the power of word of mouth, like you said, even going to events. 
coming from for one perspective of the event, obviously to celebrate, enjoy whatever that kind of case is. But somebody introduce you, yo, this is actually my trainer. It's my dog. Just like that. Yo, I was I actually needed a trainer. And, and then look at that. That took 30 seconds. Whereas social media, you scroll and I got to send a page and I'm like, yo, tapping with my dog. And then I got to DM and then I got to wait. And then I got to, you know, you might be on a different time zone. Da, 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 and then it's all of that. Whereas word of mouth, we just made that happen. I got a car for you. We do that. You hit me up probably next day. And mm-hmm. it's easy. So, yeah, people do not sleep on, you know, word of mouth and just talking to people, just having conversations. I think that's really a lost art these days. It doesn't always have to be that you're trying to word of mouth is not always you trying to sell somebody or you just trying to get some things. It's more so just telling people what you do. Sometimes I don't even I'll find myself just like you. Like I've had conversations with people. I sat in rooms with people and never bought up the podcast at all. Maybe had a shirt on. Maybe just maybe just somebody else brought it up. And they're just like, yo, like you got a podcast. Yeah. Why you ain't, why you ain't saying, because for me, I'm not just, you know, I'm not putting that out. But for me now, yeah. like, it's definitely something that, like you said, intertwine your way into people's lives. Don't just force the agenda. Read the room, you know, have a genuine conversation. Don't just podcast, podcast, devil got me fit. No, you, you talk, you, you have things like that. But when you find an opportunity or when you see fit, throw it in there. And I promise you, it's going to be a seamless transition every time. So that's definitely something I'm doing more nowadays, because sometimes it's, and even with word of mouth, I'm not going to say it's a 3000% success rate. No, you definitely have to follow up. There's fortune in the follow up. A wise man once told me that, but it's also something that you'll have to have repeated conversations with the same way you may meet somebody not remember their name the first time. Okay. Well, they're not, they're not going to remember that I got a podcast, but you bring that up or you have the shirt on or you talk to somebody else or you, you know, you keep doing that. They like, Oh, well, he actually does do this. He actually is a trend. You know, he actually got the, you know, the merchandise. It's one thing to just look at Devin and know he, all right. But it's another thing when he actually talking about it, bringing it up and everything like that. So that's good, bro. And that's that's really good, especially in a new area. That's just hard. So I'm obviously get into the services. I obviously want to tell the people what you do, what you offer, everything like that. But I also want to talk about the other side of that. Is there anything that just as a trainer, as being in the field and the industry that you're in that you just don't do have people ever come to you asking for things i know people probably be coming with some wild things because i've seen some wild things in the <laughs> but is there anything that you know just flat out just know or when people are kind of coming to you anything that they should expect or anything that's just kind of not your area of expertise per se um i wouldn't say that i i feel like i i focus i know my focus area so i focus mainly on um strength and conditioning and weight loss. So gaining strength and weight loss is like my my specialty. So most of the time, for at least for the majority of my clients, most of them are wanting to either cut weight and build muscle mass or just completely drop weight. You know what I mean? And every now and then I'll get somebody who just wants to build pure muscle. So those really are my three main focuses. Um, and from based off of how I market myself and everything, how I put myself out there, that's really all I all I do. Like I do the strength programs, I do the online programs. Um, I have a fitness app I just started, which is gonna be like live workouts and everything. And I'm hosting my challenges. So like I do monthly challenges, um, usually about two weeks or 21 day challenges, I do those. Um, so I have that in the app for live workouts. And then I have my one-on-one training uh, so my in-person training one-on-one. And then I also do uh, group fitness as well. So I teach uh, kickboxing classes with strength training too. So a little, I try to I try to be well-versed, you know what I'm saying? Expand my arsenal, just learn, soak up as much knowledge from different industries and all that stuff too. So 
I try to I try to expand and stay <laughs> keep expanding. My boy say kickboxer. He said it's sharp, gang. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Time. Look, I, I could be a boxer. I could do all of that. But the minute you throw US, <laughs> and the minute you take the feet off the ground, you lost me. I can't do it anymore because you could just be talking like y'all just not talking, but you just yeah. locked in. You all right? I'm looking at the face. A foot cannot just come that fast on the side, on the body, at my foot. I'm watching other people break other people's shins. And I'm like, bro, that, that's different. So, nah, bro, but I definitely think you made a great point with being well-versed, staying versatile, recognizing that, yes, you can be in the fitness industry, but that's such an umbrella term. It's such a, you know, like you said, you know your areas of focus, whereas you're talking about the weight loss and gaining strength. Somebody else may be something be totally different, just tone and definition, everything like that. Even my LB, Dre, you know, he does a lot in the bodybuilding sector. So he's focused yeah. on a lot of different things. But that app, that's fire. I, I, that's dope. That's dope. They, they got me back on my fitness kick. So I'm going to have to tap into the 21 day challenges. I got to get right. Well, definitely. We're doing the, uh, the November November core challenge okay. starting next week. So we're going to get that going for two weeks. Yep. All right. So look, y'all, he's giving y'all, he giving y'all a week's notice. Core, because I definitely got to get my core right sometimes. You know, you had that meal or. You drink something. I'm, I'm looking at a little bit of belly. I, you know, I ain't in that big, so I gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta get it back tight, get it back right. So I definitely do. Um, I'm looking forward to that, bro. And I love, you know, I've even seen the challenges pass and just the feedback that you get and just the testimonials, bro. The proof is in the pudding for sure. So a lot of, you know, what you do is openly displayed in your content and then what you had going on and like you said, differentiating that from your personal and then really showing people, you know, the work and what you do and everything. I think that it all just ties in very well together. So this may really be a loaded question. Um, and I get that. So you kind of answer this however you want. If it's one, it can be one. If it's just one of your main ones, it can be one of the main ones. If you want to list a few, then that's fine. But thinking about what you do, what you're involved in, what people kind of come to you for, questions that you answer, knowledge that you spread, everything like that, value that you give to others, whether you know them or not. What are some misconceptions? What is the biggest miss? Is there a biggest misconception in your eyes? Is there things that people just come to you with and it's just very outlandish or they think you do something totally different than what you do? Are there things that, in a sense, you kind of came into this industry and realized like, oh, this really ain't it. People are, you know, so lost in a sense or anything that you felt like you had to even disprove or tell people, look, this ain't really it. Any clear to air type things for you? I'll say it's a whole, it's a lot more simple than people make it. And because it's so much information out there, it's easy to get overwhelmed and think you have to do so many different things to get results. And while, you know what I'm saying, there's different people who have their who have different backgrounds, you know what I'm saying? So they might require certain things that other people don't. At the end of the day, you can get the majority of people results in a very simple way. So I, I would say it's it's a lot more simple than you think. As long as you're consistent uh, and you put the work in, is that's really all it takes. I think a lot of times the the biggest um, hindrance in people's uh, goals uh, <laughs> or fitness goals and uh, results and everything is just the the lack of consistency. Man, I feel like most people know what to do, they know how to do it, or <laughs> they know what they really. The majority of us know what to do. You know, it's just a matter of the motivation to get yourself doing it and then the discipline to stay consistent with it. Uh, So a lot of people, I think everybody, not everybody, a lot of people are results driven. You know what I mean? But that's why I kind of try to teach people when I train them. It's like no matter what you do, it's got to be in the process. It's all in the system and it's in the consistency. 
Um, so like that's a life thing. It, it's not just fitness. It's really a life thing. <laughs> you got to get over of chasing chasing the results, or chasing the end outcome, and focus on enjoying that process. You know what I'm saying? Being consistent with it and finally, you know what I'm saying? Affirming, affirming the process, talking yourself up in the process, like showing love to yourself. Like, it's okay. They say, what? I'm him. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta really feel that. You gotta, like, cause your body listens to that. Your mind listens to that. So it's, it, it translates over to everything. And once you inject that into your system and it becomes like a habit, it'll change, it'll change your whole life. It'll change your fitness gains. It'll change like everything. So I think that's that's the biggest thing. It's really getting over that mindset part, because uh, the work is easy. Like <laughs> eating eating clean, all that stuff is easy. You can still have fun, enjoy yourself, and still get results. I do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm honest with all my clients. I'm not hiding anything. Like yes, I eat I eat well, but it's also times where you know what I'm saying I enjoy myself. You gotta it's all about balance. 80, 80 20 rule. Eighty percent of the time you're doing what you need to do. Twenty percent of the time have some fun, enjoy yourself. And it's sustainable at that point. When you try those crash diets and all that other stuff, it goes out the window after like <laughs> after a couple of months. You know what I mean? But if you if you practice the eighty twenty rule and just let that be your main focus, like I mean, this this is really a lifestyle. Like it's not a sometime thing. It's not a one year goal. It's a whole lifestyle change. So it has to be eighty twenty rule in everything you do. Eighty per twenty time, I'm I'm on a hundred. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm in there. I'm locked in. Twenty percent of the time, give myself some balance where I may I'm able to kind of you know what I'm saying enjoy myself. You know what I'm saying hang out with everybody else. Do it. Do everything. <laughs> do what the regular folks do. You know exactly. but that's important coming from you, bro. For for two reasons. One because it's hard to realize that this is not something you just have to enamor in yourself every single day. Like you just have to live, eat, sleep, breathe. No. A, a gym or weights or nah bro like you have to still be a human being like let's let's be very real you don't live sleep breathe your nine to five or your business or like let's be real like i don't live sleep breathe down to business there are definitely times where i'm trying to put it to the side or i'm trying to just relax or just you know, i don't exactly. want to, i don't want to interview today when i made my calendar link i blocked off saturdays and sundays i said i just need a break sometimes or if it's football alone or i just want to be regular or not the podcaster today or just get away from that zone so i think that that's important too because y'all Devil be going crazy on the cheat meals. I definitely do pay attention. To <laughs> he will be the first to tell you, like he said. But yeah, Devil, he gonna get right just because he know also hey. too that twenty percent when he flip it and he go to that eighty. Like yeah, like my like Katie just said, balance, balance. You need that balance. You can't just be. Uh, 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 where's the grace? Where's the your human yeah. You can't work out seven days a week. You're gonna go insane. Like I was even telling my LB that that yes, he did the challenge for September, but I told him, bro, October. Like I'm still trying to continue that, and now we in November, and I'm still in it. So it's just like like you said, it's that discipline. It's just that lifestyle. It's just that consistency. No, I don't eat the best for sure, I, but I cook way more than I eat out. That's something that I, I pride myself on. I hate mm -hmm. all of that. I gotta be better with that. But I will say too, like. It's just days, like even last night, for example, I had an interview. The interview ran a little later than expected. I didn't get home till damn near 11. I said, I got to go to the gym. I got to, you know, just just go. Like, mm -hmm. just drop your stuff. Put it on. You think I wanted to go to the, you think I wanted to walk in? I see the game on. I see Trey knocked out on the couch, chilling. Like, I'm just like, man, the last thing I want to do is put a hoodie on right now and go to the gym, bro. But I sure enough, I took everything off. Walk to the gym and all the, for me, it's the music. I think the music is really my biggest motivator. Like I put the AirPod in, 
I said, all right, this might not be that bad today. We might be able to make something shake. I got in the gym. It was definitely a different story. I, it, it was killing me for sure. But I felt way better. And sometimes, you know, that 30 to 45 minutes, the gym was empty. How I love it. Like, you just walk in. You do what you got to do. You get out. Got out. Went home. Showered. All of that. I said, damn. Like, you know, I could have ended this day totally different. But the fact that I did that, the fact that, I, you know, I kept the productivity going. I kept that balance going. For as much as I give the podcast and for as much as I give my nine to five, you got to do things tomorrow wants to do. It's For me, I'm big on, like, I can't just come home and go to sleep sometimes. Like, I can't, no matter how tired I am, like, I can't just get off my job, clock out, come home, shower, sleep. No, I need to decompress. I need to maybe pour a glass of wine, maybe watch some TV, maybe open up the app on my phone and play some play a game real quick or something, or sometimes get away from social media or just sometimes just nothing, just chill. Like, I talk to people all day. So sometimes me and Trey, like, it's no beef, no animosity. We just be chill. We'll chill in the house. Like, no silence. I mean, just silence. Like, nothing. We, we'll look mm-hmm. at it. We may laugh. We may both be watching something and kind of giggle or small stuff. But sometimes we'll just be sitting there existing. I'm good with that. You know, like, sometimes you really just need time for you to give yourself that grace, that solace, everything like that, bro. So that's so important. So in thinking about, you know, you even kind of gave some teasers on here now and in talking about your focus points and everything that you're doing. So I got some people tapping in. I know I might have some people that are going to be watching this. What can they expect from you, man? Look, it's, it's November at this point. We, we chopping through the fourth quarter. We know that everybody always comes with the New Year's resolutions and new goals and, and on the outlook for the new year. But like Naya Mier said, man, I love when she came on here and said that, you know, New Year starts now or your resolutions can start now. Today can be day one. You know, new month is perfect timing for all of that, too. But is there anything that the people can expect from Devo, man? Is there anything that you're kind of looking to get involved in? Anything you want to <laughs> drop any spoilers? Because I love I love getting spoilers on here. Obviously, you know, I don't want to mess up the campaign, knock off or spoil nothing that you got going on. But I definitely do want the people to know that, look, you're working, you're brainstorming, you got things going on on top of what you already do on a daily. So, yeah, give us a little insight into that, bro. I mean, shoot, definitely I'm tapping in more into like the online space, man. Um, I would say I've I've been more like one-on-one in person um, where I've had like the majority of my success with my clients and everything. Uh, but like I said, I got the app now. So I'm doing, doing the app was going to be a lot of like live workouts. So I'm going to be tapping in more just so I can reach more people um, and just give my... Uh, my time to more people, you know what I'm saying? I have more access. Uh, so getting into the, like the live workouts um, and a lot of like home workouts, because I've, I've noticed a lot of people still not that comfortable going to the gym. You know what I mean? So you got to, that's another a market to tap into. That's another a, a demand. You know what I'm saying? People need that. They still want to work, but they don't necessarily want to go to the gym or they might not have the time to. Um, so providing a space where people can just log in on their phone, Work out with me, you know what I'm saying? Get it in, get results, um, be consistent, and also learn in a different way. Uh, so live workouts, I think that's the that's the next big thing um, for the online. And then 2023, we we trying to get our own space, man. We trying to we trying to get our own space out here in Houston. Uh, so things work out as planned, you know what I'm saying? That's that's definitely gonna be the next the next task to knock hey, off. It's already done, man. So just let me know when you're there. We pulling up down the business going. We we yes. doing we did in Atlanta. We did it for my dog Zay. He opened up his gym, the grind house, and um Atlanta this uh, last December. So it, to see it, you know, nice. come full circle. When I actually interviewed him back in 2019, he was one of my first 10 episodes. So to hear back in 2019 him talk about you know the gym and the goals that he had and how he's been in the in the lab forever. Um, and I'm pretty sure Zay played football at ECU as Xavier's. Um, okay. and now to see that come to fruition, man, we was at the gym opening. 
and it damn near brought us to tears. Like, and it damn near, I even had to, I even listened to the interview after I left that. And I'm like, wow. And I hit him on the side, like, Zay, listen to the interview, dog. Everything that you said, you can check mark it off, bro. So I'm excited for that, bro. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, you just yeah. giving me another reason to come to Houston. I love Houston, man. So we're going to have a good time out there. Tap in. Tap <laughs> in, man. So before we officially close things out, before I let people know where they can find you, where they can get with you, tap in with you and everything like that, do you feel like there's anything we have not touched on today? Any even last words that you may want to leave for others out there, whether they be business owners, entrepreneurs, nine to fivers in the fitness industry, looking to be in the fitness industry, even looking to utilize any of your business or services, anything you want to leave the people with? I say mindset is everything, man. My mindset is everything. You can succeed in any any industry, any field you want to succeed in. Um, as long as you got the right mindset and you really pouring into yourself, you putting the work in, and just believe, man. <laughs> believe. It's it's easy to doubt yourself. It's easy to worry. Um, it's, it it might not always play out how you want it to play out. Um, and sometimes along that journey, along that path, things are going to challenge you. Um, it does it doesn't go to plan. Like you might have a plan, it never goes to plan. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta expect that. You gotta be able to adapt. Um, but at the end of the day, as long as you focus and you got the right mindset, you you're gonna get there. You know what I mean? So have have a plan if you want to. Nowadays, like I have a I have a goal, I have an idea of how I want to get there. Um, but I, I try to stay flexible, uh, and that's, that's that's just my mindset with everything. Stay flexible, be, be able to adapt, um, change directions if need be. Uh, and it's going to work out, though. At the end of the day, it always works out. Stay stay down, stay focused, have the right mindset, affirm the right affirmations. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Congratulate yourself on the journey. Talk about how you're doing on the journey. Like, hype yourself up. You got to be you got to be your biggest, your biggest, <laughs> your biggest fan for real. <laughs> Tell you as hard as you as hard as you're going to be on yourself. My boy even jumped on here on his birthday. Shout out to Cliff, man. But. <laughs> As hard as you are on yourself, I, I tell myself I'm my biggest critic. I got to be my biggest supporter. I got to let myself know that, look, for as much as I'm going to get tough on myself or look at certain videos and just be critical, I also mm-hmm. got to look at accomplishments. I also got to look at the fact that I was able to make that. I also got to look at, you know, a lot of what happens behind the scenes as being a one-man show, a one-woman show, man, we do so much that we don't even realize sometimes. Just staying after work, just hopping on here is, is enough in itself. You had a day. we I had a day. But the fact that, you know, we made this happen even through the technical difficulties, y'all. That's why we really, uh, we, we this the, the Down to Business podcast is on CPT. Color people, for sure. But let's keep in mind right. that we just had some, we just had a little hiccups in the, along the way. But you know, you have to be able to do that. You have to give yourself grace. You have to appreciate the small things because it's going to make the wins. It's going to make those those really successful things. Getting your own spot, being a full timer, anything like that, it's going to make that feel monumental when the day really comes. So I love that, bro. It's all about you know, you can psych yourself out of a lot of things, but you can also know your true worth and psych yourself into some things. So. Let's not sleep on it, man. So this is the most important part, bro. The people want to tap in. I know I got some people that's going to want to build muscle. I know that I got some people that's going to want to work on the core. I know that I got some people. (laughs) I know that I got some people that, you know, want to check out the app, want to do the live workouts, need some motivation, need some value, need some tips. Where can they tap in with you, bro? What's the best place to find you, best place to work with you? Instagram, TikTok. Everything I'm devil got me fit on everything. <laughs> D-E-V-O got me fit on everything. So that's on Instagram. And then I have my website, www.devilgotmefit.com as well. Um, so you can go there or you can hit me up on the uh Instagram, TikTok. 
I'm always reply. You ask me a question, I'm always reply. As long as I see it, it might not be immediately, but I'm always going to reply. So I got you. Somebody on here too, Katie too, the big yellow pot. She just said, bro, I got a package today I couldn't lift. Help. So look, <laughs> man, look, we definitely going to have some people tapping in, man. I'm definitely very really? excited to be sitting down to chop it up with you, bro. Definitely excited for what you already have going on, what's in the works, and then even for next year. The sky is definitely the floor, blow. We are limitless. Keep it going. Keep it working. You know you got down the business on your side. You know you got me on your side. Whatever we can do to help push the mission, promote anything like that. We're going to be here for it. But to all my people, man, to everybody who's been tapping into everybody who sees this still here, tap in, man. Like you said, it doesn't have to be, you don't got to be looking crazy because devil, that's a big dude, man. Don't let him intimidate you. Don't let him, you know, psych you out your game. He going to get, he going to get right. It's building, <laughs> it's building blocks and stepping stones to everything. So devil, I appreciate you, bro. Definitely appreciate you hopping on here. Definitely excited for what's to come. And to everybody else, man, look, we're creeping up on the live event. Definitely stay tuned. For that, we got everything coming. I hope to see y'all in December. But from now till then, you know, continue to enjoy the content. Continue to check out the new episodes, Where They Now Series 5, and everything like that. Without further ado, I'm going to have to wrap it up here. This has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast. Here with Tamar Turner.